Good afternoon, everyone. This is Jennifer Fry from the Organization of Nature Evolutionaries. And it's my great pleasure to welcome you to today's teleseminar called Relationship with White Pine with Pam Montgomery. Pam is one of our founding members of ONE, and actually it's really her vision that uh, is the reason why we have the Organization of Nature Evolutionaries. For over 30 years, Pam has been inspiring and guiding individuals to remember their innate relationship with all beings and to deepen this connection by creating an intimate partnership with nature. She lectures and teaches around the globe and will soon be in Australia for the first time. And most recently, she held an initiation, a white pine initiation at her place, which will hopefully be inspiring some of this talk. Pam is the author of Plant Spirit Healing and Partner Earth, and she is the creator of Partner Earth Education Center and the co-steward of Sweetwater Sanctuary in Danby, Vermont. On top of all of this, for me, Pam is my own teacher, and I really credit her with seriously changing my life um, for the better, and she continues to inspire me to deepen my relationship with nature. So it's really my great honor to have her here today, and for those who do not know this, White Pine is really one of Pam's top loves. She calls White Pine her homie, and uh, so it's really such a treat to um, be inspired by Pam and listen to White Pine, stories of White Pine. There will be time later today for questions or hopefully for you to share your own stories with us, and when that happens, please press star five, and we'll remind you of this too, but if you press star five, that will allow your hand to be raised, and then we'll call on you. So Pam, I'm going to turn it over to you. Thank you so much for being here and sharing your love and wisdom of White Pine with us. Thank you, Jen, so much. It's good to be with all of you today, and uh, yes, to be with one of my big-time loves of my life, which is White Pine. And I've got so many of my own stories to tell about white pine, but I'm, I'm also hoping some others will share some of their stories, especially from the white pine initiation that we recently had. I'd like to start, though, with a traditional story about white pine. Some of you may already know this, but maybe some of you don't. And so I would like to begin with that. So there came a time when the great peacemaker walked amongst the people. One of the most feared men of the five nations was an Onondaga man named Tadataho. Tadataho was said to be so evil that his body was twisted and snakes grew from his head. The peacemaker's message had begun to spread and was changing the minds of the people. One of the people who had accepted the good words of the creator and decided to help the peacemaker was Hiawatha. Tadataho was determined to stop this message of peace, so determined that he killed Hiawatha's daughters. Grief-stricken, Hiawatha was no longer able to spread the Creator's words with the peacemaker. While grieving, Hiawatha found words that would help console others who lost loved ones. He devised a method to remember these words by stringing purple and white freshwater clam shells together on strings. Hence, the first wampum was made. Once Hiawatha's mind was clear, he and the peacemaker were able to confront Tadataho again. The message of peace was unstoppable. This time, they had the support of 49 other leaders from all of the five nations. It is at this point when they combed the snakes from Dadahdaho's hair, and he accepted Creator's message and became the 50th chief. They symbolized this union of peace by uprooting a great white pine tree. 
and threw their weapons of war into the hole, and a mighty stream washed away their weapons of war. They replanted a tree, and the peacemaker placed an eagle on top to warn the people of the Longhouse, the Iroquois Confederacy, of any dangers to this great peace. The Hiawatha Wampum Belt was made to record the event of the five nations joining together in peace. Each nation is represented with the Onondaga symbol in the Great White Tree of Peace. After successfully winning over Tadahtaho, the evil sorcerer, the peacemaker then looked upon the men and saw that they still carried their weapons. He then said that they needed a symbol that would remind them of the promise made to each other, the promise of peace. As he looked around, he saw this very tall tree. He thought that because the tree was so tall, it could be seen from distant places, and because the top of the tree pierced the sky, attention would be drawn to it. On the branches of this very tall tree, the needles are in clusters of five. He used this as a symbol of the five nations being bound together as one. He took some needles off the branch and told them that even with the changes of the seasons, the tree stays green for all time. So shall the great peace stay among the five nations for all time. He then uprooted the tree and it created a cavity. He instructed the men to cast down their weapons of war into the cavity to bury their greed, hatred, and jealousy. The tree was then replaced and the peacemaker then said, Into the depths of the earth, down into the deep under-earth currents of water flowing into unknown regions, we cast all weapons of strife. We bury, bury them from sight forever and plant again the tree. Thus shall all great peace be established, and hostilities shall no longer be known between the five nations, but only peace to a united people. The roots that spread out from the tree are called the great white roots of peace and they spread in the four directions, one to the north, one to the south, one to the east, and one to the west. On top of this great tree was placed an eagle. The meaning of planting the tree symbolizes the great peace and strength. The eagle symbolizes keeping a watchful eye on the roots, and if any evil or danger approaches, he will scream loudly, sounding the alarm, and all the nations of the Confederacy will at once come to the defense and rescue. This symbolizes that everyone has the responsibility to protect the peace. After the tree was replanted, the peacemaker stated the following words, Under the shade of this tree of peace, there shall you sit and watch the fire of the League of Five Nations. Roots have spread out from the tree of great peace. These are the great white roots, and their nature is peace and strength. If any man or woman or any nation shall obey the laws of peace. They may trace back the roots of the tree. They shall be welcome to take shelter beneath the great evergreen tree. So this um, story, this is the saying that you all may know, bury the hatchet. This, the saying, bury the hatchet, comes from this story where um, the people, the five, the five nations, which is, of course is the Iroquois Confederacy nations, which is the Mohawk, Seneca, Onondaga, Oneida, and the, there's the Tuscarora. They came later. What's the other one? Um, anyway, the five nations of the Iroquois Confederacy, um, they were the ones that 
that really worked with white pine, which they called, of course, the, the tree of peace. And, um, and, and bury the hatchet or bury the tomahawk is, is one of the sayings that comes with this amazing tree of peace. And the other thing about, I mean, there's so much to say about this, this amazing tree is that um, it's also considered the redwood of the east in that it's one of the largest, tallest trees on the East Coast. If, if, you, you know, if you happen to be in an area where you can look out and you can, see, you can see a forest, you can see trees, always the tallest trees that you see are the white pines. Like I can look out my window right now and see on the edge of the, edge of the field over there the very tallest trees, they're all white pines. And so these trees are, are the big ones here for us on the East Coast. And they, so many of them were lost because the British Navy cut down the white pine trees to use as the masts of their ships because they were so tall and so straight and, relatively speaking, lightweight. So, um, but, but they're just, you know, this, this amazing, tall, straight, tower of strength tree. So, um, so let's see. There's... Lots I, I would like to say about this tree, and yet there's so many other stories that other people people might be able to share with us that have stories of their own or stories from the, the white pine initiation that we just did. For those of you who don't know what initiation is, um, initiation is where we work with one plant or tree for three days, and we make a special elixir, everything done ceremonially. We make a special elixir, which we drink, uh, throughout the three days time and we do various kinds of things with the with the tree or the plant we do all kinds of things but the idea is that you know you get to know the the tree deeply very very deeply and you know it becomes your beloved it becomes your ally and your beloved and the idea of the, why we would call it an initiation is that um, you know, we're really a culture full of uninitiated humans is, is what we are right now. And so the idea of initiation was, uh, uh, originally was that it was young people coming into the tribe and, and becoming a part of the tribe. And so here we are as adults, and we have not really been initiated. And so we don't really know what it, what it means and how, what it's like to actually be a part of, of the collective, to be able to live in a sane way as part of the collective. And so... And, and many of the elders have, are, are, are gone, are, are not with us anymore. And so the, the trees and the plants, what they're doing right now is part of their evolutionary process, actually, is they're stepping up and they're becoming the elders. They're becoming our elders and they're helping to initiate us into what it means to be truly human. So we had recently, about a month ago, we had a white pine initiation and several people were here and it was really, really phenomenal. And one of the big things that really touched me during that initiation that was so powerful was how everybody came together, came together as a community, came together in this sense of union. And I have to say, I've done lots of initiations over the last few years and this one was the most powerful in that sense, about coming together in community, speaking together, speaking out loud uh, about the, the gifts of white pine and, um, and sharing with each other, sharing some very deep and intimate kinds of things with each other. But it really felt like community. It really felt like we're coming together here in, in community. So, um, you know, there was remembrance that was happening. There was, 
um, amazing senses of strength that that white pine was giving people this amazing bits of strength, um, and uh, it, it was just it was just fabulous, just a fabulous time. So uh, I would I would love it if one of our persons uh, we got so many people on this call today would um, would like to tell your story a little bit. I mean I can keep on talking about other things about about white pine, but maybe some some folks might want to share their stories. Um, I'll start off with one of my stories. How's that? That'll give everybody. That's what the, I was going to ask. You. Gonna I'll ask you start off know. with one of mine, and then that'll encourage others to maybe share something. Um, uh, again, Pam, some of you may know this thing. story, but what's that? So, so while Pam's telling her story, if there is anyone there who would like to share their story, please remember to press star five. And now star five. Here. Yeah, and that makes your little hand go up so that Jen can see that you want it, and then she'll unmute you so you can so we can actually all hear you. So, um, but, yes, but one, I mean, I've got a few stories about white pine, but the one that uh, really stands out that was so kind of dramatic uh, was the time that I was in England and the volcano went off there, the Icelandic volcano went off, and I couldn't get home. So I had decided um, that the best place for me to be would be in Ireland, back with my friend Carol in Ireland. And, um, and she's actually the originator of these initiations, of these plant initiations. She's the one that kind of got that ball rolling um, several years ago. And so here I was in, in England, and I'm like, okay, I've got to try to get to a boat that's going to take me to Ireland. And I go to the desk at the hotel that I was in, and I go and I ask the lady behind the desk. I said, so I need to get to this boat, and, you know, how should I go about doing it? She said, oh, go stand out there on the corner and take the red bus. So I walked out onto the corner with my two roller bags and my drum hanging off my shoulder and falling off my shoulder, and I got out there, and, of course, all of the buses are red. And so I was like, oh, so I, you know, I needed to know where I was going, not just take a red bus. So I stood on that corner and I was like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? And I, and big tears start to roll down my cheeks. And I'm just like, I, I'm really like starting to panic a little bit. And I was like, okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. I've got help here. I've got help. So I stood there and one of the things that I do with white pine, one of my handles for my felt sensation with white pine is I call it tower of strength, but it changes my posture so that my posture, I stand up really tall and straight and my, my shoulders go back. So I just stood on that street corner and put all my luggage down and I just stood there tall and straight. And I said, okay, white pine, I need you and I need you right now. I need help and I need it now. And I was, I was just like, I, I, I really am in a bad situation here. I don't know where I'm going. And thank gosh I'm in an English-speaking country, you know. But anyway, it was still, you know, kind of sketchy about how I was going to get where I was going to go. So I stood there, and here comes this businessman from in, of Indian descent, India, Indian, comes walking up the street. He's got his suit and tie and everything on. He comes walking up, and he sees me in somewhat distress. And he stops and asks me if I need help. And I, you know, that little voice went off in my head that said, um, don't you ever go off with a stranger, which was, of course, not my voice. It was my mother's voice. But so I was just like, um, could you give me a second? And I just turned around and I went into my heart and I said, okay, white pine, ping or thud, what should I do? Is it a ping? Yes. Or is it a thud? No. And so I got a great big ping. And so white pine gave me this big ping and I turned back around to him and I said, yes. 
I could use your help. Yes, thank you. So he started to write all these directions down. I was like, mm, wait a minute, I need to write this down. And he said, well, I'll just take you. And I was like, oh, okay. So we waited for the right bus, and we got on the bus together. And in the meantime, he's looking at his, you know, his little machine. He's got his handheld thing, and he's checking out the schedules, and he's checking everything. And then we get off the bus at a, at a you know, in this part of town that was a little bit like, oh, okay, I'm so glad he's with me. And, um, and we had to walk several blocks to get to the train station. And when I got to the train station, then he helped me buy my ticket because I really could not understand a word the guy behind the counter was saying about this ticket. So he helped me buy my ticket. And then, uh, and then he said, now, don't forget, don't forget, you have to change trains in this town, and then that one will take you to the, to the boat. And I was like, okay, okay, I got that. And so I'm just about to, to board the train, and, and I said, wait, wait, what's your name all this time? I didn't know the man's name. And he said, oh, my name is Hans. And I was like, oh, Hans. Let's see. I wonder who, whether Hans is like a real man, or I wonder if Hans is like an angel. Or maybe Hans is even white pine in disguise. So, so I got on the train. I made the right connection. I switched the train, got on the boat, made it to Ireland the next day. And uh, interestingly enough, it was the beginning of May, and Carol was harvesting. She was about to do a, um, an, uh, an evening not evening primrose, just primrose, primrose. Evening primrose is a different plant here. But primrose, she was going to do a primrose uh, initiation coming up for Beltane. And so she was gathering the plants, and she was, so I helped her. I helped her gather the plants. I helped her make the elixir. And so this was really my first exposure to initiations. So, so this white pine, so not only did white pine like save me there on that street corner in, in England and and help came immediately. It was like there wasn't even a, a, a lapse in time. When I asked for help, there it was. And so not only did White Pine answer my call of help, but White Pine also led me back to Ireland because I would never have gone there if there wasn't a, who would know that a volcano would go off. So I went back to Ireland and um, and got to be with Carol when she was putting together the initiation. So it was my first exposure to, to plan initiation. So not only did White Pine save me on the street corners of England, but it also brought me to the initiation process. So I feel like, for me, White Pine is like such a major ally of mine and such such one of my my main my main my homies, one of my main boogies. Um, and so Tower of Strength, this 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 amazing strength that this um that this this tree brings um there was one of uh, one of the women that was at the initiation uh, her name's Melina who lives in in Maine are are you on this call Melina I don't think I saw you on this call but anyway she says she had this little quote that says standing is your strength standing is your strength stand in true power stand in our grace stand in our gratitude Stand in our love, whole while being grounded. So grounded in the earth, and yet standing, standing tall, and standing in your strength. So, so anyway, that's that's one of my stories. Um, there's so many, uh, so many other things about white pine. How it brings safety and shelter and rest. And in the traditional story, it talks about being able to to be sheltered underneath underneath the branches of the white pine tree. Um, so much healing that white pine brings. Of course, 
most of you probably know that white pine needles, the needles of white pine, are loaded with vitamin C. And so during the wintertime months, many people would, native people and, and even country people, would, would make pots of tea with the needles. And, of course, because they're evergreen, they're around all year long, so that's great. But really super high vitamin C content. And, of course, probably many of you know that vitamin C nowadays is going way beyond just being helpful for the immune system. I mean, it's good for cardiovascular health. It's, it's uh, uh, helpful with cancer. I mean, the list kind of is you know, anti-inflammatory. I mean, the list kind of gets really long now. The, the suggestion is that vitamin C is like the best. I mean, if you were to do one vitamin, do vitamin C because it can do so much. And these white pines are like right here, right outside our doors practically, and all these beautiful needles that we can be making making tea with. Um, so, um, so there's that. There's a lot of balance that comes with, with white pine. There's heal, a lot of healing of old wounds, especially wounds of sexuality wounds, healing the split between the masculine and the feminine. Um, there's just, there's just, it just goes kind of on and on. Um, so anybody else have a, have a story that they might want to share? I mean, I can keep sharing your stories, but maybe, uh, maybe one of you might want to speak up and share a story about white pine or, or one of your stories from, um, from, uh, well, there's a couple hands going up. I'll let you call on them. Okay. Jen. All right, so let's get you on here. Hi, are you there? Hello? Hello. Yes, you're on. Hi, it's MJ. Oh, hi, MJ. Hi, MJ. Hi. <laughs> so, uh, okay, so should I tell my story now? Yeah, yeah please. Okay, okay. Okay, so uh, my experience with white pine was... Is one of the most incredible experiences I've ever had. I had a very difficult birth. I was given last rites when I was born. I was two pounds with collapse. Um, and during green breath, I went down into the roots, and I was floating in the roots as a fetus. And it was the most peaceful and beautiful and calm feeling. And then... I saw a huge tunnel in front of me, curling and spiraling, and I went down through this tunnel, and, well, I thought I was going down, but when I came out, I came out into the stars of the universe, and it was utterly silent, calm, peaceful, and loving, incredible. Then after a time, I came back down the trunk and out, and when I came out this time, I came out onto the earth and into our sacred circle, Pam, that you had, you know, held for us. And everyone was singing Imagine as I was being born onto the earth. Hmm. And it was really incredible. I cried for a long time. I think April gave me about a 10-minute hug. <laughs> and it just, the feelings in the room also, the support of all the plant spirit sisters and brothers and you with everyone just indescribable and um yeah that was that was my experience so mj are you are you feeling like that white pine helped you to kind of heal perhaps whatever traumas or whatever might have come from from your from your actual birthing experience yes absolutely and just now since 
I've come home, I just feel more more grounded, but also I do feel like I'm getting more, um, just more insight and more practical uh, insights, even just standing straight or physically, because having asthma for so many years, I hunched over all the time, and it's always been hard to remind myself to stand straight. And I feel more clear on my path. It's easier just to see a straight path and feel grounded, but also be getting, you know, insights from the cosmos. Mm-hmm. And I feel like these gifts have been just nonstop. Wow. So my prime, prime's like a, you know, my second mama now. <laughs> I think of her as Mama Prime. Thank you. That's she great. Thanks so much. for. Thank you for sharing, MJ. Thank you. Thank you, Pam. Thank you, Jen. Thank you, MJ. That was really beautiful. Thank you. That's a super powerful story from an initiation, Pam. There's there's lots of powerful stories from this initiation, yeah. Well, let's hear. I think we have another story. Hello? Hello? Yes? Is this Lauren? Can you, you, it's Lauren, yeah. Hi, Lauren. Yes, we can hear you. Awesome. Um, well, it's really wonderful to be talking about this tree. Um, I was at the initiation as well and um, had a similarly very powerful experience. Um, I went to this initiation, and usually when I go to initiations, I have a laundry list of things I want to work on and you know, clear my second chakra and you know, find balance, but my intention at this initiation was just simply to hear the voice of white pine or to listen. Um, so what happened was all the more profound because I just went in with a very, very open. Um, but, um, and actually I've previously worked with white pine for a while and when I had Lyme disease um, a couple of years ago, I was doing breathing with white pine, and white pine actually invited me to step into its body um, when I was in a really uncomfortable place in my body. Um, so I've had this relationship with the tree and my body and, and kind of the tree and my body merging. Um, but at the initiation, um, what happened was that I I have a sexual um, trauma in my past, a rape that was pretty um, intense and, and it was in another country and it was um, in a very kind of desolate spot in the earth. Um, and I've been carrying this trauma in my body for many years, for about 10 years. And over the past year, I've noticed that what happens is I actually clench my hip, my left hip. And I've been noticing that many times a day I'll clench my hip um, and, and actually I have had very little sensation in this whole area of my body for years and I've worked with healers and they've said, oh yeah, you have some kind of energy vortex in your, in your left hip and it's been just there and I haven't been able to access it. And over this initiation, um, white pine actually just climbed right into my hip um, over a period of a couple days and really just um, pulled this trauma out of my body. And it was very uncomfortable, and it was very painful. Or, um, you know, when we, I think when we do that kind of deep work on the body, when it's so physical, it's like, it's scary. And it was, it was almost, it was very scary as it was happening. Um, 
in my uh, for a couple of days actually my pulse in my pelvis was beating uncontrollably and I thought oh my goodness there's something physically wrong with me but um, another person at the the initiation identified no you're that's anxiety and so um, this deep deep holding this deep anxiety that has been anchored in my body has now left and I feel this profound peace and it has continued um, just this peace in my body that I have not been able to find for, for many years and it's really altered my relationship with my partner because sexual trauma was in the way of or you know standing between us in a lot of ways and I feel that it's melted away um, and that this tree just really climbed inside of me and I work with a lot of plants but there was something very very deep about this healing so um, and it's you know as MJ said it's continued I feel very changed since then um, and that is my story from the initiation Wow that's a big one Lauren yeah yeah biggest one yet biggest one yet <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah so um, so do you um, I mean, my sense of white pine is that it's it's a it's a deep wound healer. I mean, it really. I mean, you know, there's stories about people being out hiking and being way far away from civilization and falling and getting a big gash all down their leg, and they had their wits about them enough to take a strip of white pine bark and then just you know laid it over that uh, that wound because it took them you know. Two, two or three days to get back to civilization and, and by the time they got back there this big gash in their leg was already healing so it feels to me like besides you know knowing about the vitamin C and knowing about that um, that this is a deep deep wound healer and you know I, so, so my question to you is do you feel like because because you set an intention or or maybe you didn't you said you didn't set an intention to to heal this aspect it just it it came it was there for you yeah right? and you know it was i think that if i had i don't even think i would have had the courage to set the intention to heal that because mm-hmm. it was too much so um i think this is a tree that deeply understands the human body and that's what I've mm. kind of been getting from it for years it has a real affinity and, a, and courage and strength to go into the, the dark the places inside of us that are so dark that we almost can't touch them ourselves and I think that was why it was so it's just I feel so grateful because I don't know how else I would have unwound that wound so mm-hmm. yeah and so your hip is not hurting you anymore it's not clenching no, I'm not clenching at all. It's really amazing, and it's changed my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, so my curi- one of the other curious things I have is like, well, besides what you mentioned about your partner and, and how it's changed that relations, but you know how we compensate by, you know, adopting some kind of, you know, habitual behavior pattern that's, that, that helps us cope with whatever the trauma or the, or the lack is or whatever it is. So other than other, is there anything else that you can identify that that is shifting, like some kind kind of behavior pattern that you established because of of this trauma that now you can you can don't need to do that one anymore because it doesn't serve you anymore. 
Yeah, so the the behavior pattern was never feeling safe and always uh. needing to be on guard. Um, always, you know, in in the most. And I'm not. I've done a lot of healing work, but that was always there. And so yeah. I just feel safe now, and I feel able to relax. Um, and that I'm not triggered all day long because what was happening is that I would just get triggered by you know non-existent threats and clench my hip you know a hundred times a day or more, and it was exhausting. So yeah. I just I feel able to be um, a relaxed human being, and I think that's one of the the greatest gifts that we could ever have. Great. Well, thank you so much for telling your story. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Lauren, for sharing that. It's really incredible. And we have Julie. Let me get you on here. Hi, Julie. Are you there? Hi. Hello. Can you hear me? We can. This is Julia Birch, and I'm really pleased to go after Lauren because we worked together when I lived on Cape Cod. Um, we did some healing work around Lyme and around all these issues of safety and trauma. And I moved to Camp Hill, Ghent, which is a Waldorf elder care community uh, on Memorial Day of this year. And I am... Everything I have ever wanted, everything I have ever dreamed of is coming to me. I mean, it's really just amazing. And I'm so in touch with the generosity of the divine and how much I'm supported. And what happens is that I, I go into um, a kind of, well, it's not really protection, I hold on because I can't believe that I deserve this. I can't fully let myself receive it. And this morning I was out for a walk in a very beautiful woods, and I came across, upon this really tall, beautiful white pine. And I was remembering that we were having white pine this afternoon and the white pine at Pam's. And... Um, so I just leaned against the pine and just was quiet and listened. And I heard the pine say, I've got your back. And I just became calm and relaxed inside. And um, felt as though I'm just in a learning process of learning to let go and receive and that after a lifetime of holding on, it's normal that it's going to take some time. But as I leaned against this tree, just more and more um, relaxation, love, support uh, came into me. And I felt connected to the divine oneness. And so that's my story. Thank you, Julie. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you, Julie. Mm. We have another story here. This may be um, possibly Karen. Are you there? Oh, hello. Can you hear me? We can. Okay, great. Sorry, I didn't know how all this works. This is uh, Karen Peters, and I I have a story about... White pine. 
Um, so a couple years ago, it's been at least two, maybe three. I, I live in a small town in, in New Jersey and uh, I often don't feel like there's a lot of like-minded people around, but that, then I feel like that's part of why I'm here, you know, to share some of the plant wisdom. And So one of the neighbors half a block down had this gorgeous white pine that was growing in a field that was right next to um, the township park, kind of. And I would go every day when I'd walk my dog and, you know, have a few words <laughs> with the pine and, you know, pet the leaves and, you know, just have my time together. And one day I went there and there were tree cutters that had already cut it mostly down. And I was really affected by that. You know, I was just really devastated in, in, in one way. And I, I, I uh, made a vow to the tree. We have a very small property and we really don't have room for trees. But I said, if you want to come live with me, you know, tree spirit, um, I will make room for you. You know, just show me how to do it. And I, I really didn't know quite, you know, how, how to do that. But, and, and then I also went to the owner and I said, why did you cut this, this tree down? And he said, it's a, oh, it's just a junk tree. I said, that was a white pine. And he said, oh, no, no, it wasn't a white pine. And I said, yes, it was a white pine. And he looked kind of shocked. And I thought, okay, you know, another need for education and to share the knowledge that I have. You know, it's like another call to be, to be, um, to be um, willing to put myself out there. But so the next day I went back to the park and there must have been a... Um, maybe an Arbor Day, I don't know, but th there was a basket that had been left there and it had all these little seedlings, you know, how they have them in little, um, like a little tube when they're passing out seedlings for um, Arbor Day. And I don't even know if it was Arbor Day, but there were, you know, there were two different types of trees and one of them was white pine. And <laughs> so they were just sitting there and nobody was there for them. They'd just been left there. So, I picked up two of them and I brought them home and I put them in a pot. I don't know really anything about proper horticulture. And, um, and so they've just been like hanging out for the last couple of years. And I realized they had little tiny cones on them this year and they hadn't gotten a whole lot bigger. And um, I talked to a, a native plant specialist around here and he said, Oh, that's what white pine do. They stay, they stay really small for like up to like even five years at some, or at least two or three. And then they'll take on this huge growth spurt and really, you know, they're really just establishing themselves. And I thought, Oh, perfect. You know, cause I, so I decided this, um, right. Like a couple weeks ago, I thought I'm going to put them in the ground now. It's like, it's time to like graduate from their pot. And, um, and we had just done some landscaping in the back and there was a a little hill and I decided that's the spot they'd be. And, you know, without going into a lot of detail, like I, I planted them and then I got kind of anxious. Did, well, did I plant them in the right place? I don't know. Maybe it's not the optimal place for them. And, and, um, and so I've been going back and forth and 
I've just gone through like a whole journey with them already, and they're still little babies, but they've been reassuring me like, it's all perfect, you know, you're doing exactly right, and so I have two little baby pines that are, that have these little tiny cones on them, and, you know, and, and then Pam's uh, email came through, and I thought, oh, <laughs> you know, the, the white pine uh, seminar now, and, you know, now I get a little more support for, because I have been worrying, oh, I'm, am I doing enough for the white pine, <laughs> you know, like, is it, what, what else do I need to do, and then here's the seminar, and I just feel like, all of these events have tied together into, you know, really manifesting the white pine tree here and as well as an oak tree. You know, we have this tiny property, but here we have these huge trees that are growing. And so I just feel like it's really um, like a blessed situation. I don't know if it's coming through <laughs> for, in what I'm saying. Well, Karen, um, this is Pam. Um, I just want to say what you, the story you're telling is is great because it, you're just showing the synchronicities that yeah. that at once once you start the ball rolling, you know, and it starts to roll, <laughs> and then it starts to roll some more, and you're like, oh, oh, look, oh, here's the oh, and you go home and plant them. Oh, look, oh, there's going to be a teleseminar. Oh, you know, and it'll keep going. By the way, this is only the beginning. So I would say you're doing a great job, and thanks so much for for paying attention and to and acting upon what you you know that white pine's trying to get your attention here and trying to communicate with you and you're paying attention and you're and you're and you're doing it. So thank you. Thank you so much for that story. That's great. Yeah, thank you. It it it, it feels really great and it and, and it does I love hearing that it's about strength and healing because those yeah. are all great great qualities for for me as well. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you. This is Jen. I want to thank you for also um, speaking up for the for the trees and the plants and for educating other people about it. That's an enormous oh, gift. Thank you. Um, so thank you it, so much it, for doing that. Thank you for thanking me because it is scary. I, I live in an area where I think people would burn me if they if they could. You know, I'm just that that different. You know, so luckily that's not legal right now. But it's like it's it's sometimes really scary to talk to people about what my truth is that plants do talk to us and they have done that since I was little. So thank you. It's because it is scary sometimes. You can remind them that they wouldn't be alive if it wasn't for plants and trees. <laughs> sometimes people forget that, oh, oh, we're alive because of plants and trees. Oh, that's right. We wouldn't have our breath. Yeah. But, you know, s- simple things like that. of like, well, you know, know. you wouldn't have your life. <laughs> so, so simple, yeah. yeah. So powerful. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, Karen. And- and I'd offer you to also work with White Pine for this because, you know, one of White Pine's gifts is, um, like Pam said, that tower of strength and that protection, too. So just really help yeah, stand I, in your truth and your I own think, power. It's so much what I needed to hear today because I, di- I didn't know what – I just have always known White Pine feels very special to me. I mean, all the plants do, but, you know, the, the, this one was calling to me, and, I you know, I certainly have a history of anxiety and – just struggling in this world that can be so harsh sometimes and then feeling like I haven't done enough because it's so overwhelming to try to speak my truth. And so, you know, feeling like the pine is a tower of strength, maybe I can, you know, whenever I go to my grave, I can feel like I did what I was, what I was sent here to do. You know, I was, I shared my truth and made the world a better place. 
Thank you, Karen. You know, um, I'm just going to, there's another uh, woman that was at the initiation. She's not able to be on the call, but what you're saying, Karen, just, um, you know, I've got got here what she um, had written about White Pine. One of the things she said is consider allowing each individual's truth to be true without allowing it to affect your own truth. This allows mm. peaceful interactions and an honoring of the other's experience as well as personal experience. Peace is not about mm. right or wrong. Peace is about healing, about allowing, trusting in oneself. So that's part what, partly what came to her at the White Pine Initiation. So you're, that's what you're, you're bringing that out right now. So that's, that's great. Yeah. Well, and I really had to forgive the, the gentleman that just out of ignorance thought it was a junk tree and even when he heard it was white pine he knew that well, that's not a junk tree but it was too late then and but it you know I really had to forgive him I felt really angry and upset with him and I and yeah I had to let his truth be be his and let mine be mine and you know we do, I don't have to be angry at him so you buried the hatchet <laughs> exactly and, and, okay. the, and the tree sampling today yeah. <laughs> great Thank you so much, Karen. Thank you, Karen. We have another caller here. I didn't actually get to, but I just did unmute you. Hello? Hi, is it me? Yes, it's you. You're on. Oh, hi. This is is Barbara Salvatore calling from Nebraska. I'm so glad you're having this call today, and I've really enjoyed the story so far. Thank you so much, Pam, for inviting me. Oh, yes. Thanks for being here. Good. Um, I have I have lots of great stories about white pine. Uh, one of the first things I want to point out is when I teach about white pine, I always tell people um, when when you have so much mucus or sinus infections or respiratory problems that it acts like like something to push the sap in your own body. It's got such mm. powerful sap and the way it runs in the tree and the way it flows that it does the same thing in our mucous membranes and just pushes all of that right out of us and it's always my plant to go to when anybody in the family had the first signs of a cold can you still hear me yep okay I'm sorry my ear pressed the phone but it, it literally just drains the mucus out of the body and it's miraculous in how it works I can I run over by hello hello yep go ahead by a manure, I got run over by a manure spreader when I was driving my draft horse team down a mountain and I was airlifted to a hospital and my pelvis was broken and I was in a hospital bed for almost six months and I couldn't get out to the gardens or make medicine and it was the first time in 15 years that my husband went out and harvested white pine medicine for our family and it was just so special because it became magical on another level because it had, you know, dad's love infused in it too. And mm. I just recently ran out of that supply and there's no white pine trees around me in Nebraska. I've sort of switched over to using cedar, but I went home to Rhode Island to visit my parents and they had a beautiful tree in their yard. And so I harvested some of that and I taught my mom how to make the tincture and they had a lot of allergies in the family, so they've been sharing it with other family members. 
and one of the magical things that happened was there was a red cardinal flitting around me the whole time that I was harvesting and it came and landed on a branch right next to me and it didn't like chatter at me or did, didn't seem angry but it showed me that that's where its nest was and it didn't want me to get any closer and it just sort of guided me and where I should harvest the branches and I just thought about like what cardinals mean to me and how they're so loyal to each other. They always show up at the feeder with the male and the female. And um, that sort of, they sort of weather any storm. They're there through winter and blizzards. And, and the white pine tree is like that for me because it just helps our family weather any storm and any illness. And then the last dramatic story I wanted to share was one time when my husband came home from a construction job and he'd shot himself in the thigh with a nail gun and injected a three-inch nail into his thigh, came home and said, honey, can you do something <laughs> to help this? And I squirted white pine tincture, black walnut tincture, and echinacea tincture into the wound, and he went back on the job. And the next mm. day I insisted he go to a doctor because he should probably get a tetanus shot. And they were amazed. There was absolutely no bruising. There was no spidering in the veins. There was no sign of infection. And they were just amazed that it was such a clean wound. And he got his tetanus shot and came home. And we repeated that protocol for a few days. And it healed up really well. So in, in the case of wounds and external things, like you had mentioned at the beginning of the program, especially if you're out and away from medical help, it's such a good first aid. So those are my stories. Well, thank you, Barbara, for those stories and, and reminding us that, um, that you know, it's really important for us to, to put high up on our list. White pine is one of the big, big, big healers because it is. So thanks for that. Thank you. Thank you, Barbara. Oh, my gosh. I didn't realize we have all these other callers. Okay, we have a couple more callers. Maybe we could take one or we'll see how many we can get. So let's get you on here. Hello, maybe Joellen? Yes, yes, actually that's her phone number, but I'm Carol. Um, hi, Carol. Hi, I didn't make it to your initiation, but a friend here in the Western North Carolina mountains told me about this seminar, and I'm so grateful. Um, I grew up in northeastern Ohio with two big white pines in the backyard, and uh, uh, I'm not going to read the whole story. It's 12 paragraphs. I'll just do the last five. But if anyone wants to see it, it's in a wonderful magazine, Western North Carolina Woman. Just Google WNC Woman and go to past issues in February. And I'm Carol Diamond. It's called Rooms Beyond the Walls because I was in a, a creative writing class where the teacher asked us to do a timed writing where you keep your pen to the paper, never lifting it, never stopping so that you bring up things from your unconscious and uh, we, our assignment was to write about a room in the house we lived in when we were five years old and afterwards we were asked to underline the things that really mattered to us and did another time writing and long story short I was out in the yard in no time and in the pine tree so um, here are the last five paragraphs of that uh, oh, by the way, my dad was a wonderful man, but he was an alcoholic. So, Though he never mentioned it, I'm convinced that dad encouraged us to climb the big white pine tree in our backyard. The tree stood next to a darkly painted tool shed. 
One summer day, he gave each of the three of us a piece of chalk with our own color and asked us to jump as high as you can to mark the wall. He made it fun, and we could see our progress rise. I think our father made the propinquity of the shed and the big pine serendipitous for us. Soon my brother became the first to leap and grab the tree's lowest branch, then climb up the sticky rungs of the branch ladder made of spokes that encircled the trunk and marked each year's growth for the tree. I spent many happy hours in the slender top of that tree, swaying in the wind and feeling it brush my skin, watching birds, spying on neighbors, and listening to far-off sounds barely heard below, such as the melodious bells from the church a mile distant in the valley, and the drums and brass instruments of the high school band's lively halftime show. Time spent alone in the treetop could feel soothing and peaceful, too. Sometimes the pine provided solace when Dad's drinking threatened to spill out in anger. In winter, I often remember the story from his boyhood about those mornings when he found that the strong winds had blown the night's powdery snow from the smooth, frozen pond. He would go to the river then, following it on skates into the forest. He could ice skate for miles on the river and its tributary streams through the winter woods. I've read that trees are important along polluted creeks and rivers. Their roots take up the poison and their leaves expire clean water. I believe in the possibility that the trees are healing my bitterness. I didn't go to Dad's funeral. I took the bereavement time from work, but stayed home from Ohio, too. I felt guilty and confused. The women I worked with in the library donated a book about the outdoors to our collection in memory of my father. I've stayed here in the South and found much to love, but I still want to ice skate through the forest like my father did in the deep north of so long ago. Oh, in the deep north of so long ago, did the boy feel benedictions given by the branches overhanging the river? Did the wind sail with him, whispering peace into his ears? Does he hear me blessing him, this boy after my own heart? That's it. Well, thank you so much, Carol. That was really beautiful. Well, thank, thank you, you so that. much. That's that's a really beautiful story. Thank you so thank much you. for that. That white pine is beautiful, too, in more ways than one. <laughs> oh, that's for sure. <laughs> Looks like we have a few other people who want to do some sharing here on this call. We don't have a lot of time left, but we'd love to hear hear what you have to say. Yes, let's get um, – we have somebody calling in from the UK. Hey, hi, are you there? Hello, hi, hello, my name is Sunit. Um, I attended the White Pine Initiation. You're going to have to excuse me, I've got a bit of a cold. Um, and I just really wanted to share. There's so much that I could share, so, so much. But the one thing I really wanted to share was the deep sense of peace that I've had since I've been. I mean, it's just been unbelievable. And my partner, who's known me for a very long time, said he has never, ever seen me this chilled out before. <laughs> um, and the one thing I can say White Pine has taught me is how to stand the test of time and to really see the work 
that we do with the plants and the trees and for people as a labor of love. You know, we are helping them, but helping ourselves because we are all one in this together. And there is no separation. It's just been such a, a beautiful experience. And, and the whole process of doing an initiation is so amazing. I've never done one before. And, you know, I, I drove from New Jersey up to Vermont and the whole way I was kind of going, I'm losing my mind. I've come so far to come to this initiation. And the only reason that I'm coming is because I heard White Pine call me. And I called my partner and said, I, I just feel like I'm losing my mind doing this. And he said to me, I think where you're going, everybody's going to understand that reason. <laughs> and I'm so... I was so grateful that to be in such a supportive, centered initiation where people really understood that this is a, a sacred process. You know, the work I would normally do with one plant in one or two months, you know, I felt like I'd done in a couple of days and I, I really just don't feel like the same person, but in a really good way. Um, and the way I've seen that affect my life is my sense of time. Like I don't worry about not having enough time and I don't worry about what's going to happen tomorrow or next week. You know, I've let go of a lot of the anxiety around that. And the other way I've seen it is, you know, this idea of no separation. I've seen me put, seen myself put down certain values around money and work and where that status is in my life and not in a materialistic sense, but it, it's been such a big focus for me. Um, and suddenly I just decided that actually I'm, I'm ready to give that up as a priority and move more into a space of love. So it's just been absolutely amazing. I mean, this, this tree is so, such a teacher, you know, teaching me so much patience. It didn't, give anything away easily. I had to work for every lesson. It was like that Zen-like master that, you know, has to teach the unruly student or the unruly apprentice. Um, and, and I really felt the sense of this tree being an elder, a teacher. And I'm so grateful for White Pine for stepping up and for Pam, you know, being the spokesperson of White Pine. It's just amazing. Thank you. Oh, Sunit, thank you so much for sharing. <laughs> can I, can I, am I, can I read your ode to strength? Can yes, I do that? You can. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this is Sunit wrote this after White Pine Initiation. <laughs> and this is she calls it Ode to My Strengths. Truth and kindness brings many joy, heals deep wounds, so there is no toy. Heart and wisdom have been have been learned. Balance and integrity are still being learned. Joy, peace, stillness, these are my gifts to you. Open your heart. I love you. That's beautiful to me. Thank you so much for sharing. No, thank you, Pam. Truly, thank you. Well, we have a couple other thank folks you. that want to share. Um, we've got, it is, it's about 4 o'clock, but I'm willing to stay here and listen to others if everybody else would like to. Yes, we have a caller from... Vermont. Hi, um, this is Martha Hamilton. Hi, Martha. Hi. <laughs> um, 
I am so thankful for this time to share with you about white pine, and it has reminded me of a time that I spent, a, a very blessed time that I spent there on the property in Vermont at Sweetwater when you and Mark went to Italy. And during that time, I really so much enjoyed just walking the land and being sensitive to everything that was there. But what really stood out to me as the sentinel and as the guardian of the entire property was that tall white pine. And toward the end of my stay, I got my little iPhone and I went around because your birthday was coming, Pam, and I wanted to give you a gift. And I didn't have anything in mind, but I just started taking pictures. And I knew that in the center at the top was to be the white pine. And when I left, I didn't really think much more about it. But the beauty of this time that we are sharing together now is I'm very aware that white pine has come with me. And white pine has actually opened an amazing doorway. It's been like a portal that I have needed. And if my sister from New Jersey is still on the line, please know I understand. Because <laughs> I'm having, I live in New Jersey right now, and I feel like an, an alien territory. But what white pine did for me was I realized it opened the door to my relationship with trees. And I've loved plants. I've loved growing food. I've loved the herbs. I've loved flowers. And I've had a relationship, a very strong relationship with them. And I have, you know, I've noticed trees. But now I am entering into a relationship with trees. And there's a park in this town. And I go there every day. And I have, there's a, a tulip poplar, a very, very tall tulip poplar that I have a dialogue with. And what struck me right away is right next to that tulip poplar is a white pine. And in this park, there are other tulip poplars, and everywhere I see one, there's a white pine right next to it. And I am just very thankful, Pam, for this time that we have shared here today because it has really allowed me to see that even though I don't know that I was consciously aware of it, I am now, that the time that I spent in close proximity to the white pine on your land has stayed with me. And it's been as though um, I have been led and I have, um, I don't know, it's just been this sentinel and a guardian of my life as well. So thank you. Well, thank you, Martha, so much for for sharing that story and and just uh, just your 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 beautiful presence wherever wherever you go. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you, Martha. And we have one last caller from California, I believe. Hello. Hello. You can hear me. We can hear you. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, my name is Dixie, and I um, live in Columbia, California. And it's, for those that don't know, it's uh, on the western slopes of the Sierra, very close to the Big Trees National Park. And I am totally blessed to have this incredible uh, big, giant elder white pine in my yard 
And I'm also surrounded, which is really interesting, by a total circle of white pines around my whole property. And it's a very small area. <clears throat> but one thing that I've found with um, this incredible white pine, I'm a bit of a tree hugger, so I get teased a lot about that. Uh, but I've always had a connection with the plants, and I'm an herbalist. So um, I've been, when I was a, a child, I was sexually abused. So where I went um, to heal was in the forest with the trees. So I have this amazing connection with this, um, the white pine. And in the dialogue that we share, because I'm out there usually every morning with it, um, I have been told to uh, take people into the forest and to help them to understand um, how they can heal through um, coming to their heart space through nature and through the plants. So it's very interesting because what happened was that um, in the course of all of my being with the plants, several people, <clears throat> friends of mine, have wanted to go uh, up to the mountains or into the pines. And, and it's interesting because I'm watching all of the healing that is taking place with these people, and some of them are clients of mine, so it's really kind of interesting. I know their history, and I, and I watch them with the pines, and it's absolutely so incredibly beautiful to watch the transformation of those people. And now they're all wanting to go into forests, and the wonderful part about it is they're sharing um, their love of the plants and the fact that we would not exist without the plant kingdom and especially the trees. And I spend a lot of time with the giant sequoia, which is, is also one of my ancient ancestors that, that holds the key to a lot of, of my connection with the plants. But, um, I just wanted to share and to, um, just be in such gratitude, and I really feel like I found my tribe. <laughs> I finally feel like uh, I'm home. Thank you so much for this uh, opportunity to speak and share with you. I love you all. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story. We, we really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Dixie. Thank you. So there's one more person uh, that I would like to um, – I'm going to actually – pass the phone right over to him because he's sitting right beside me here. Um, this is my dear heart, Mark, my husband, Mark, who was also a part of the White Pine Initiation. And um, he just has a little story that he wants to share with you about White Pine and that time. And I think that, that we will be then ending with this story. And um, Jen, I think you probably have a few remarks um, to wrap us all up at, uh, when we're done here with this, this last story. Uh, but anyway, thank you all so much for, for being a part of this today. It's been great. Here, here we go. Hi, everyone. White Pine, you stood tall, your crowns reaching higher than those you are surrounded by, whose shape in the distance of my far-sighted vision are more distinct, more recognizable in your individuality. I saw you from afar one late September day from a hillside vantage point new to me 
And as I looked toward the direction of my own home there down in the valley with marble mountains standing, rising beyond even that, I marveled at the crevices in the mountain slope and saw forms and shapes never seen before. Yet these indentations, these hollows that revealed themselves, these very slopes, where many a day and many a mile I have walked the woods and followed the stream bed and meandered upon well-worn animal trails, from this distant point of view, you caught my eye. And I could nearly count your individual members standing there within the vast, leafed canopy of your deciduous relatives. You do stand out among the crowd. I praise your courage to do so. Your life holds instruction for me, tells me to be willing to do the same. Like my friend said yesterday, you are not the biggest conformist in the world. As many of your limbs grow in whatever direction and length you see fit, sometimes many of your arms spread out only on your left side or only in one direction on some portion of your torso. Some of your branches droop, while some reach upward. Sometimes you grow full and flush, thick in form, while others, in their years and years of growing upwards, have sent out no limbs at all for long stretches of time before deciding to reach out into one unencumbered space and respond to the counterbalanced need of your vertical aspirations. While creeping thyme, ground ivy, and princess pine hold fast and merge themselves together in tight-knit community, you reach for the sky. Each and every one of your five-fingered needle nodules drink from the sun. Thank you for your instruction to stand strong, to be exposed, and seen in all your irregularities. My strength is to be like you in these ways. It's okay to be old, a bit ragged at times, to be grandiose, to sometimes be incomplete and other times abundant in the fullest of shape. Peace is not something to attain as much as to maintain, not a thing to acquire or a condition to establish. But peace instead is a willingness to be what and who we are in relation to everything else in the world, each according to their nature, to stand up and be seen, to watch over, to affect healthily those around us. These are your instructions to me today. Thank you, White Pine. Thank you, Mark, so much. Um, Mark is a particularly eloquent um, speaker and writer, so I wanted him to share his story. So thank you all so, so, so much for being with us today. And Jen, um, I'm, thank you for, for hosting this call, and I'm going to turn it over to you now. Well, I actually want to talk to you briefly here because I'm listening to all these incredible stories and thinking also about my own um, experience with white pine. And I'm just thinking about how important white pine's um, medicine is right now. Um, so this is, these are what I'm getting from white pine, that he helps with safety, um, and deep, that deep wound healing, both physical, emotional, spiritual, um, helps to bring peace, which, I mean, our world, we could use a bit of peace. 
including, including clearing of anxiety, which seems to be quite rampant now, too. Um, that there's a connection to the cosmos. I remember when we worked with White Pine at your house, uh, just feeling you always talked about that tower of strength, and I remember that feeling and also just really feeling in my center and totally connected to the divine. Um, that we can weather any storm, which given our uh, environment right now seems to be rather important. Helping with grief, helping with uh, a sense, changing our sense of time, that there's actually infinite time. Uh, community, White Pine really helps with community. And now here's this new one from Mark that I hadn't even thought of before, but that's the non-conforming, which also seems to be a skill that we could use right now. So I'm wondering, Pam, if you have any final thoughts about this, but I just feel like White Pine is a clear guide and guardian for our times right now. Oh, Pam, just there you are. Sorry, I had I had myself muted, so I had to unmute myself so I could talk. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, yes. <laughs> to all of the above, yes. I feel like White Pine is one of the... Um, you know, main allies for us during these times because because of the strength, because of the peace, because of the wound healing, um, you know, all of it, all of it, all of it. We need all of it right now. And the other thing is white pine, um, what I'm also receiving from white pine is that it's a, also a healer for the earth. So it's not just the people on the earth, but, you know, when the, when the earth is really struggling with whatever, you know, that white pine can be very healing to the earth as well. So, yes, I think it's, it's one of the ones to be working with right now for sure. Well, thank you, Pam. And I want to thank all of you um, for sharing your stories. Um, it's really incredible to hear from everyone else, and it's always lovely to hear other perspectives that um, sometimes somebody speaks something that's uh, seems really true to us or maybe inspires us to look at something in a different way. So I really want to thank you for joining us and for sharing your stories. And I just want to mention that so many of the stories that were offered today, um, we talked about this white pine initiation, which Pam had spoken a little bit about initiation. And just to know that this is actually an uh, Organization of Nature Evolutionaries event. And we have another event coming up, another initiation, this one with Elder that is at the end of this month. So you still have a brief moment. There's a few spaces. If you would like to register, you can do that on our website. And I encourage you to tune in for next month for our teleseminar with Claire Dubow of Tree Sisters. Um, Tree Sisters is one of our sister organizations, and this is a global network of women who work and donate for the restoration of our tropical forests as an expression of planetary care. That teleseminar will be pre-recorded, and the recording will be available on our website. And then in December, we're going to switch back to having a live teleseminar. And this one is with Michael Dunning, who will be sharing about the You Mysteries. Um, perfect for our solstice. So you can listen to today's recording as well as our previous teleseminars on our website, natureevolutionaries.com, under the teleseminar tab. And while there, please sign up for our newsletter if you don't already receive it, which now includes these weekly earth rites, which are just moments of pure beauty and encouraging us to tap into that wisdom and love of nature. You can also please make a donation. It is your donations that allow us to offer these free teleseminars as well as do our other work uh, focusing on earth rights. 
And please, if you do not already, follow us on Facebook. And it's on Facebook where you can get our latest news and see all the announcements on our teleseminars and upcoming events. To learn more about Pam and her offerings, you can please go to her website, partnereartheducation.com, educationcenter.com, and there's a link to her from our website also. So again, I want to thank you for joining us, and I hope you all have a beautiful, peaceful, lovely rest of your day. Thank you.